Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Hello and welcome to Amateur Hour 15, our Sweet 16 breakdown. Already had one hell of a matchup with uh, Kansas State and Michigan State tonight, but uh, boys, how you feeling? After the first round, not great. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say. For for our teams, um, I wasn't sure how much we wanted a pity party this thing, but for our teams, we were uh, not good at all, actually. Clark made it the farthest at the round of 32. We pity partied on Monday. Yeah. I'm over yep, it. I was just going to say that. So we, we got plenty of other stuff that we can talk about. And we're actually going to start with something that we're all going to love this. Uh, we're all going to love this trivia question. Because, you know, yes. our team's lost. At least we've won in the past. Who is the only Power 5 school to never win a game in the NCAA tournament? I, I, I have a guess after watching a highlight reel just a bit ago. I know it's incorrect, but I want to say it. Let's hear it. Purdue. Purdue. No, they beat <laughs> Iowa State. They, they beat Iowa State a couple years ago, so I know that's not well, true. Well, I, I was I was watching the highlight reel, and it was like their losses. And so it started with uh, Fairleigh Dickinson this year. Last year it was St. Peter's, but I think that was in the second round. And then uh, the year before the, that was North Texas in the first round. That was in the Sweet 16 for St. Peter's. Was it the Sweet 16? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but like – yeah, Fairleigh Dickinson, St. Peter's, and the year before that was North Texas in the first round. So it's like, man, they've had a yeah, they've had that, a rough stretch that, getting beat by the uh, Cinderellas. It's because of that rough stretch in the Big Ten. They're they're just mm-hmm. beat up. Can't oh, they're so afterwards. beat up. No injuries listed on the team at all. You got the mm-hmm. Player of the Year. It's because they're team. tough. They don't want you to know that they're beat up. Yeah. It's definitely because they have no guard play. That is not the reason why. That or the no. Big Ten is overrated, and they're not that yeah. good. It's because when you play in that Mickey Mouse Big Ten conference, <laughs> what is this? The West Coast used... Conference? Yeah, they're just as bad as Gonzaga. I'm, I'm surprised I'm... he's still here. Usually, he leaves by now. What's happening, Joe? <laughs> just bullying Joey about this Big Ten. <laughs> I have a. A hard time believing there's a power five school that hasn't ever won See, a tournament game. It's true. And us... I'm gonna say it and you're gonna know it and you're gonna go, oh yeah, well, of course. I want to keep guessing. Uh yeah. can you give us the conference? Big Ten. Or does that give it away? Oh, it's a Big Ten school. Yeah, Rutgers. I always go anti Big Ten. Rutgers has a good basketball do. history, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, Rutgers has a pretty yeah. decent. So does Maryland. Penn State's won a game. Ohio State obviously has. Michigan has. Big Ten West. Michigan State obviously. All right, thank you. It might be for Nebraska. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Sorry, I did not is want to it? hear Joey look Yeah. Nebraska's never won. Never. A whole. Come so, on, Fred Hoiberg. It yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's pretty Dude, bad. Is, is Fred, Fred Hoiberg has a chance to make history here for him then. Yeah. Nebraska, I would say Nebraska's never won. Never. And here's a couple. It's just a screenshot from ESPN. But St. John's last win, 2000. Georgia, who's just been god-awful in basketball. And, and, you know, I think Tom Crean was there for a little bit, 2002, and then DePaul for 2004. So, Fuck yes. Dude, yeah. That makes me so I had to get Nebraska hating here early. St. John's Thank about you. to get good. Yeah. They, they, got, a, they got Patino. Yeah. 
So I would say, I, I and, and it's so funny, like watching the the role of people going to these bigger jobs. You know, I, I are uh, you know, Iona had Patino. He goes to, uh, oh my God, St. John's, and then Fairleigh Dickinson wins one game in the tournament. Their coach goes to Iona. It, it just like everyone's slowly progressing up because of one one freaking game. Well, it's just like uh, uh, St. Peter's last year. Their coach. Yep. I mean, as soon as the buzzer ended or, you know, the whistle went off on that last game of theirs, he was gone. Yep. Everyone immediately goes, hey, he uh, played at St. Paul because they're looking at their history. Oh, or I'm sorry, at Seton Hall. And then Seton Hall sucks ass. So it was just like, well, this makes sense. Just bring him right up. Hell yes. So. I am tweeting the fuck out of this right now. <laughs> I did not know this. This makes me so happy. <laughs> I, I, I'm just I, here I, so I don't get fined. I, I'll be honest. I thought when I said what Power Five team, that would have been like immediately, Joey. Maybe you're just not as much of a hater as I thought you were because I no, know it's because you assholes instantly hate on the Big Ten. So why would you try and make me feel good by giving me a Nebraska trivia? That's what yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so if we can make you feel good and still hate on the Big Ten, that's like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. That is true. So, that is true. <laughs> he is two small birds, one large stone. That's how you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to hate on the Big Ten, but keep our friend happy. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of uh, of our bragging rights for our for our uh, schools, uh, n- none of us had the, the largest conference in the Sweet Sixteen represented. Uh, SEC had a uh, three. Big East had three. Big Twelve did have two teams, so we at least had some representation, especially can't. Kansas State was really starting to pick up steam at the end there too, but um, American ACC, Mountain West, IB Conference, USA, Big Ten, West Coast Conference, Pac-12 all had one team as well. So it's crazy how you know everyone where we've been saying all year Big Twelve all the way seven teams in the you know Sweet Sixteen, and then you know we still got two, but it's crazy how diverse the Sweet Sixteen has been. Yep. Did, did you see that uh, the Mississippi River? perfectly divided the teams eight yep. teams west eight teams east of the mississippi river oh really in the sweet 16 yep god works in this, mysterious ways there trent yep this is one of my favorite reasons for the ncaa tournament we get obscure stats and obscure things like that it, it's it's great it, it's a statistician like wet dream it's amazing mm-hmm. i love it just do not move your camera down at all, Joey, because of the way you're getting excited talking about this. We do not need to start an OnlyFans well, or I mean, or I get did this video take, flagged. I did take all the way through stats three in college, and it was amazing, and that makes me super happy with this. When you said you, I did take and pause. I thought you were going to say a little blue pill before the pod or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jo- Joey, the way he's talking about stats right now, I bet you he was crying at how beautiful Moneyball was. It, 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 <laughs> oh, the statistical analysis. I've oh my never goodness. actually seen it. Never seen it. I need to, though. The, the fucking one sports movie about how statistically this, this team is going to be better with the least amount of money, and you don't watch it. Jeez, I'm please. not a big... Is it Costner that's in that? Kevin Costner? It's Joey uh, Brad Pitt and... Brad, yeah. uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Uh, I knew skinny, those two were in it. Um, Chris Pratt, he's in it. Okay. Well, shit. I need. Um, a, why was I thinking Kevin Costner was in it? You're thinking of Draft Day when with the Browns. Yes, there it is. That's that's the movie I didn't want to see. 
But Moneyball's about baseball and the Oakland Athletics. Who gives a flying fuck? If it's not the WBC, I don't watch baseball. There, yeah, the WBC. We all kept up with it, right? I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw on Twitter that Japan won. That That's what I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otani struck out Trout. Imagine if they were to, on the same team, how good that team would be. Two in the game. Now, just think, uh, those guys are on the same team in the MLB, and that team is garbage. That's straight up yep. dookie. Thanks, thanks for explaining my joke, Trent. I love it. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. You know who had well, the most players in, in that? No, fuck it. Phillies. Joey was wearing their shirt last uh, pod. Oh, yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, the Cards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. So if we, if we had all those Cards, that was baseball talk. Them, right? <laughs> What'd you say, Brian? I said if, if it was filled with Cardinals, that means we won then, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We're all winning. Yeah. Opening days in one week. So uh, starting after college basketball is done, we will start our MLB pod, right, guys? Yeah. P- pitchers okay. and uh, catchers, uh, they reported. They, they were there. They brought their baseball mitts and everything. Well, a long time ago, <laughs> considering opening days in a week. Yeah. I hope the other position players are there by now. They, they said, pod, you want to have another catch? So, <laughs> Joey, I'm not potting baseball. <laughs> yes, you will, and you're going to like it, damn it. Yep, no. All right, let, let's get back to some actual college basketball. That's actually interesting. Um, how, it, who Who is doing the best in our, in our bracket pool that actually follows the pod? Because we were trying to discuss it beforehand, but I think, uh, Joey, you're, you have the most points right now, but you have the least possible points as well. Oh, yeah. So that you, you did really sense. well, except for who'd you have in your finals? Yeah, Arizona I know, is the winner. Yeah, I know. I still have a Final Four team, though. I still have Miami. So Miami, the U. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say so. Joey, I, I, I think. Let me see here. TJ would probably be the only one I know. Sleepy time, TJ. Yeah, sleepy time, uh, TJ. In in here. Third. That's about it. I don't. I don't know anyone else. If seriously though, if you are listening to the podcast and you are in our tournament, please let us know who you are because we're going to weed out whoever doesn't reach out to us and not pay you because we're not letting randos win this. We want our avid listeners to actually win this shit. So yeah, yeah. How the you, hell? Did if you're in the top five, yeah, let us know. How the hell did these people get in? Because we're 30 and we don't know technology, Trent. We thought we password locked it. We clearly didn't. <laughs> but the people that I that asked me had to have the password to get in. See, that it's, I don't know. Maybe Trent knows all these people and we just don't know them. Yeah. yeah. That must be Ryan. He's the only one here that can't yeah. speak to it. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? It, it, we're, we're just going to pay probably one of our buddies that scored the highest then. Yeah, or yeah me, that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, just like football expert sixty nine. Fuck that guy. Whoever the fuck that was. Yeah, what a that's that's uh, yeah. <laughs> if you are football expert sixty nine, uh, speak up now or forever hold your peace. Yeah, we're, we're, we're done with you. He should be done. watching that. that. That was Ryan. Yeah. Oh shit. Damn it. <laughs> you guys didn't know that. Yes, we knew. That. Okay. No, I did. That's why I said it. <laughs> I thought you did, and I was like. That, that was Ryan. Guys, guys, oh, we should have went with that bit the whole time. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Just do bits on each other the whole time. 
I'm, I'm down for that. Well, so let's actually get into some real. I, I don't want to do a hey, how's your bracket looking? They they all suck. No one saw the sixteen, the fifteen, have be, having upsets and shit like that. But um, to talk about actual college basketball, Armando, uh, I'm gonna say, is it Bacon for North for North Carolina? He's coming back for another year. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that uh, not making the tournament left a sour taste in his mouth. Um, do you think they do they think they yeah. make it next year with Hubert and now Baycott coming back? They got to replace that Grady Manic factor. That's my mm-hmm. stance. I mean, they couldn't make it this year. Well, and that that's what I I kind of worry. You, you want to know how bad it is on on how many times this guy has been coming back to the tournament. Um Perry Ellis is telling him he needs to leave school because he's getting too old. And Perry Ellis was 87 when he uh, left Kansas. You know, uh, I, I saw Perry Ellis like a couple years ago at a uh, basketball court facility in Wichita. Oh, yeah? Looked just like him when he's on the court. Looks older in real life, huh? Was, was, Still he, no was, walker. He, was he driving a Buick? And was he like one of those he could barely see over the – the wheels are the uh, steering wheel. I did not spot a hover round, and uh, I don't think he's ever had that issue seeing over the steering wheel. Yeah, no, I didn't say. I, I but I, but I think uh, he he did, did he have like a like a just a tube of Bengay. I'm trying to think of all old people uh, stipulations that he had, but no, for sure, he had uh, a pocket full of Werther's original. The uh, <laughs> the young hooligans at the at the courts they were stealing the tennis balls off of his uh, walker, mm. so. He's talking about the days before sliced bread. <laughs> Him and Sister Jean. Him and Sister Jean. They dated at one point. <laughs> He's got a whole closet of New Balance 626s. Fuck yeah. <laughs> she was, Man, she got a little joke. style then with the New Balances. Uh, the 626s are not stylish. Oh, I, I can't remember what ones I are. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a sneakerhead or a... Or a, a soul, a soul brother. And I don't know what you call shoe, shoe uh, experts. No idea, but moving <laughs> on. Either one of them, either. <laughs> um, Big Twelve. They're going to anyway, they're going to uh, get into the New York City market. They have a new program. I, I mean, I don't know if the Big Ten has had this all the time, Joey, with with uh, Kevin Warren or your new commissioner. I can't remember his name, but. Uh, this is Brett Yormark. In his first year, he's just done so many things. It's like he's created a program where next year they're going to just have an all-conference pro day. Hey, all these teams, instead of going to 12 different schools, or, yeah, 12 different schools, you're just going to go to one central location, Jerry World, surprise. And then not only it's it's setting up for a pro day and these kids go pro in football, but then it's setting up like a job fair and getting them set up for the professional world after that. Um, this, this project- so why is it in Jerry World? What's that? Why is it in Jerry World? I don't know. It's in Texas. It's in the middle of our conference, I guess. I I, yeah, I think it's Jerry World or the campus or something. But um, okay. But they're going to have that for football, for basketball. They're going to New York City for Rucker Park, which there had been some rumors coming around that you know not only we were adding just basketball only schools, but it seems like we're really trying to push into the New York market with like rumors of St. John's and Georgetown and like just schools, smaller schools in that area to just come in as basketball only schools. I, I mean, for, for me, it's refreshing to see a commissioner actually give a shit and try and grow the, grow the brand. 
Oh, hell yeah. So, I don't know. The, 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 old, the old Commissioner Bowlesby, he didn't seem to do shit. It's, it's where you think, like, in a year how much they've done for, for this. Going, what the fuck? Was he just twiddling his thumbs the, for fucking years, not doing anything, when in one year we make this many changes? I think if you want to better the conference, you have to do something different. And Bullsby sat there for how many years being the commissioner and had done it forever. Now you're mm-hmm. Mark. He's a new guy, new blood, brings in new ideas. And I think it's only good for the conference. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with Trent. I, I think that this was a thing that Bullsby just lived and died off of what Texas and Oklahoma did. Now they're leaving. Your Mark has to do something in order to keep this conference alive. And he's doing every fucking thing he can. These are great ideas. The reason I asked why it was in Jerry's world and not like, I don't know, at the Chiefs stadium or something like that. That'd be something sweet to do. Um, think- get Mahomes and shit involved, you know, shit like that. That'd be fun. I get why it's in Texas. That That's, mm-hmm. I understand that. But um, stuff like this is awesome. That, that's great. You know, you know what the stupid thing is? I bet you, sadly, a lot of it, not not only just it's in the middle of, of the Big 12 conference, but it's kind of one of those super easy to travel to, you, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Again, Rucker Park, this is where, like, it's like they, a lot of people call it the mecca of basketball. So, I don't know. It, getting Big 12 coaches in there, not and, and not only for Jerry's world, I, we're also signed to deal with a um, – uh, with a, uh, it's not sports business, but it's basically like using our data from uh, from the Big Twelve in order to market it, like to even get out to like more like sports gambling and stuff like that. So I, I don't know, man. Like mm. without having Oklahoma and Texas tying us down here, it's just been really nice seeing some of these ideas that have sprung from it because you you can't worry about well, what if this dips in the Texas's pocket a little bit? They're gonna be worried so much about you know, decisions that are made and now the SEC can deal with them. The SEC's got enough, you know, big bodies that can push them around. We can finally do our own thing in our own conference. Exactly. And it also doesn't make it so you have to worry about those guys, you know, saying yes or no, because it hurts them. You guys can fucking do whatever you want and growing it outside of that. That looks amazing to, you know, say the Colorados of the world or the Arizona states and the Arizonas of the world. That looks cool as shit. You can grow outside of your brand that you're at now. Good yep. for you guys. Trent says the Colorados of this world are dead to the Big 12. <laughs> yeah, just stay in the Pac-12. Yeah, go die in the Sorry. Pac-12, assholes. Yeah, right. Uh... Is that where Jamal Tinsley came from? I think he was recruited from... Like oh, playing street ball in Rucker yeah. Park, like he really didn't play organized high school basketball. I think so. Hmm. Honestly, I know Dustin Hogue back in the day was from New York City. I mean, hmm. and with that Kansas game, a Kansas State game, there there's a couple uh, New York uh, New York City kids that are playing on that team as well. So I don't know, man. It's it just like I said, it's one of those things. It's kind of nice showing that we're trying to you know get out east. And as much as we've talked about expansion with the Pac-12, I I personally think that he's going to try and do try and get it like to the corner schools like Arizona and Colorado, you know, just to keep expanding into different territories. And then I think he's going to wait for the ACC or the big East and, and try and poach a couple like from that area to not only just have travel partners with West Virginia, but kind of branches out into across the whole country. 
agree. I, I think that's good for you guys. That Rucker Park thing, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, does he plan on like making like a summer league thing out of it, or is it just gonna be a pro day thing? Do you know? No, so it sounds like it's just gonna be coaches like going in, they're gonna be doing like youth clinics. So, you know, you'd have like a TJ oh. Otzelberger going out there and and you know, helping the community out. I, I am sure there is going to be, you know, student athletes and somehow they're gonna be incorporated in as well. But it's kind of to give back and get exposure into New York City. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be that'd be cool too if they could incorporate uh, incorporate the people that are from New York that are in your conference and like maybe give them some extra NIL money. But they could also do like spots at their own schools and stuff. Here I am marketing for the Big Twelve. I don't give a fuck about you. Guys, there we go. Other than just keep it competitive in wrestling. And you guys already have a New York market in Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got that New York market years market. ago. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. So um Ray Rice is a great advocate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For an <laughs> advocate of women's rights and lefts. What, what, what advocate is it? <laughs> Jesus. Um so I would say we, we talked a little bit about uh um Fairleigh Dickinson beating Purdue on Monday's pod here. Um, there's been ex- fair dickin, giving them a fair dickin. There, like we we talked about how it was if it was going to be a big if it was the biggest upset in the tournament history or whatever. Uh, you know, just using analytics, they said if Fairleigh Dickinson would have played UMBC from 2018, they would have been a seven point underdog to that team. <laughs> yep, My. like that. That just shows you the, how analytically. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I would say that just shows you how bad of an upset it was. Where a sixteen versus sixteen, it's a, it's not a, you know, a pick 'em. It's a significant three possession game. And they yeah, I were. I heard on the Lutar show the other day that. Go ahead. I was going to say they were in their round of thirty-two game until about the final minute mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard on Levitar show the other day, analytically, they are the worst team to ever make the tournament. Like, literally the worst team. So, yeah, they got in on a technicality. What was that deal? Mm -hmm. Because the conference champ uh, was suspended from postseason play. But I guess in basketball, postseason play means you can still play in your conference tournament. I don't know. Who was the conference champ and why were they And why were they suspended? Like. I thought given, it was, given the, players big money to come play there before NIL. I, I don't know. So they're suspended because they came up to the division one. So like when you go from division yes, two to division one, you have like a postseason. Same thing with with uh, James Madison this year. Is even yeah. though they had a win record, how they idiotic is that? Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. It, it, like, exactly. Right. If, if you're, you're going up, yeah, I see that. Yeah, if you're good enough go to leave division two and come to division one. And make the tournament your first year good for you. Like Ooh. you shouldn't be punished for that. Right. Wow. It, it makes absolutely no sense. I, I, I've, I would say after this year, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they really get into those rules and try and change that because now we've had significant. Not only we've had significant teams, you know, now winning the tournament and bringing attention to it. Um, as bad as it sounds, they're both on the East Coast. I think that's going to catch more attention than than if a uh, you know just Iowa Wesleyan somehow got to Division One. You know, if they were, were to make a change, wouldn't catch any eyes. But with the other two being on the East Coast, I think it's going to catch more attention. Yeah. 
So, um, I agree. Speaking of being in that other game, uh, FAU, uh, it was kind of it was kind of a douchey move. They're up by eight. They're winning the game. They let him dribble it out, and then the guy not only tries to dunk it, poor sportsmanship, but he misses the fucking dunk. It makes him look like an idiot. Uh, does that put a little damper on you wanting to cheer for a nine seed trying to make more upsets? They, you know, Twitter exploded during that. And most of the tweets were like, FAU just became the villain of this tournament. Yeah. It, it, is, it is so funny in this tournament how immediately, it would go, hey, darling, that's ah, a nine seed still. Fuck these, you know, immediately <laughs> we can just turn against them. Yep. Also, I lost a bet against them, so I was really already against them as is. And now it's one of those, like, have you ever hated someone and everyone else just seems to like him? And you're like, why do you like him? I hate him and for these justified reasons. And then something comes out about him and you go, see, I told you he's been bad this whole time. You wouldn't listen to me. (laughs) That's what I felt like with FAU. I go, they beat me in a bet and I'm pissed about it. And then they do a bad dunk. I go, see, I told you they're bad people. I lost a bet and they missed the dunk. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. What did he do? That was... <laughs> What's he do that's bad? He sucks at quarterback. Oh, Everyone okay. thought he was like, oh, I'm, he's a winner. He's going to go in the NFL and win. Yeah. Well, he didn't. It's... The only people that thought that were the Broncos front office. Yeah. For and drafting every him. boomer white guy in the world. Urban Meyer? Also thought that he was going to yes. be amazing. And look yeah. at his judge yeah. of character. Wait, wasn't exactly. Urban Meyer the one who brought him into camp last year to play tight end as well? Mm-hmm. Was that Urban Meyer? Yes, then, it was. Well, it's Jacksonville. <laughs> year before a, last. I, that's I an interesting question that. that you bring up there, Joey, because, I mean, honestly, everyone thought he was going to win because he had just been, you know, there's certain people that are just winners in life. They, literally, he was a good quarterback in high school. He was a historic quarterback in college. What is the sport or position or you know someone with with can make any difference in in a sport who is the one person where you just being a winner could elevate your team like the one that i think is deon sanders coaching at, at, at a historic black college level i don't know if it will translate to colorado just yet but him just being a winner i think immediately brought up the everyone's going i want to play for him he he fucking has won at every you know at every level he's been at i, I mean is there a equivalent to a Tim Tebow raising Florida up or anything like that. I got two, and they're both in wrestling. Dan Gable and Kale Sanderson. Yep. Like you, so if you go wrestle for them, teams? yes. And you, if you go wrestle for them as coach, this wasn't so much as them being wrestlers, but when they were coaches. Okay, yeah, so when they're coaches, okay. Go for them, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise. <sighs> I, everyone See, thinks that about Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, they think the Jets mm-hmm. are going to win the fucking Super Bowl now because he's going to sign there, and Green Bay has always competed with him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You could say that about – you could really say that about Mahomes. That That's I the think. one I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the Chiefs roster, and you look yeah. at the results you have with that team whenever you plug in Mahomes. Yeah. He's a winner. Like, he goes out, yep. and he's just going to give everything he has to win. Wait. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's also Andy Reid, though. I, I think it's more yeah. the coach has to be a winner in life and he can elevate. I mean, okay, you know, the immediate argument for Mahomes I'm going to make is Texas Tech. Look what he, he didn't make them a national title contender, you know, and maybe they, they Cliff Kingsbury is just that big of a liability. Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't think of like one. If, if someone thinks of a athlete that has, uh, you know, them just being a winner has elevated the rest of their team, let us know. But I, I think you have to be at at least a coach level for that, like winning to like, like Reagan triple down economics, trickle down winnerism. It just, it, Deion Sanders had it. Andy Reid has it. You know, it's, I think you just have to be at a coaching level. I got a couple. Um, and this is all going to be women's sports especially okay. women's basketball, Candace Parker, Maya Moore, um, uh, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, the, anyone from mm-hmm. UConn, basically. Um, I, in basketball, especially LeBron, uh, yeah. basketball especially, you can have one person be very fucking good and still win championships and you know get to the finals or whatever. Um, I, I think that that's a place where it's more prevalent, I would think. Uh, I feel like you're mistaken because with LeBron, he always had to have superstar teammates to make that happen. He had to have four other really good people on his team. (laughs) Dude made the finals in Cleveland before he left to go to Miami with (laughs) Alec, with Vier, whoever, Uh, uh, I saw the name, I just couldn't remember how to pronounce it. <laughs> no, no he, Travis, he took a not Tom Brady. Nobody's Tom Brady sucks. Tom Brady won because of Bill Belichick and Bruce Arians. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that, see, but again, that you have to be the absolute GOAT best quarterback ever in order to lift a, a team like that. Because to your point, Joey, you, you have a you have twenty one other people that you have to lift up around you that can fuck up and screw up. basketball. You're twenty percent of that team. So LeBron being a top tier athlete, you know, and then pairing him with you know Anthony Davis. Okay, now you have two winners. All right, you can just put three nobodies around it, and you're going to lift up the rest. It's it's definitely right. more noticeable the the lower skill you go. Like in, in the NFL, yeah. that winner, like. It, it takes more, but you drop down to college, and all of a sudden, Tim Tebow, yep, is elevating this four team. Granted, he also had you know some incredible talent around him on that team, but still. See, no, that's what I was thinking with the whole maybe Deion with Urban Sanders. Meyer elevating them. <clears throat> Holy crap! Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. See, that's what I was thinking about the whole Deion Sanders thing. With yeah, he went court. to this small school, and you know, made them good. But he could get talented players to come there that were that much better than the other people in that division. Now he's in Power Five. You know, all mm-hmm. the other good players are also playing Power Five. Yeah, uh, where I don't think the star power and you know, even these kids, I doubt they're just all oh, you know, jaw slack because they see a, an all star in front of them. But I guarantee that that carries quite a bit of weight at that level. It, it'll be yep. interesting as much as you hate him, Trent, if he can keep producing at Colorado. No, I don't say I'm, I'm a hate him. I just don't think that, I don't know. I don't see it working in the power five. Yeah. Like better be a good coach too. Man, I, I really fucking hope so. And I think a lot of it has to do with, like you touched on his recruiting. And I think he's going to be able to recruit power five, like top 10 players. And I call me super optimistic, but I could see him getting like top five recruiting classes for the next five years, just because of the hype around him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the good, th- the good news or bad news, depending on which way you're looking at it is 
Um, Jimbo Fisher proved that you can get top five recruit guys and still fuck it up pretty bad. So, <laughs> I yeah, mean, <laughs> yeah. It, and you can still win a national championship and go off that for the next 10 years of your life. I mean, yep. It, it, not, uh, it, it, and to be honest with you, until Nick Saban leaves, and no, I, I don't know how none of us brought that name up, but until Nick Saban leaves, <laughs> yeah, until Nick Saban leaves college football, like, there's a lot of really good coaches that aren't going to win national championships. Like it, I know they didn't win the national championship last year, but they they made a case to be in it, and they can. Nick Saban's done. Fall about Kirby year. Smart now, Joey. I I hope so. God damn it, I fucking hope so. <laughs> I, I didn't say Nick Saban only because I remember what he did at uh, Miami Dolphins. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Just being absolutely that's garbage. partially on Miami Dolphins being a piece of shit franchise too. So they're the Raiders of the AFC East. So they used to be good back in the day, and now not so much. I would say they're the Falcons of the AFC. The Raiders just have always been decent, and then just been terrible. Now the Miami Dolphins, you can you can do every single year. Oh, they're going to dolphin this. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to make the Super Bowl, and they're going to fucking lose it. Same thing with the Falcons. It always happens. Joey, I, I know you were on the Wednesday pod. There's a reason why mm -hmm. we always said the Raiders going to Raider. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Raiders are going to Raider. They couldn't even keep their franchise but quarterback. They, I mean, They've won Super Bowls, though. And, I mean, they, they've, they've been to the promised land before. They're, they are a traditionally good team where the Dolphins On the shoulders of John are. Madden. That's true. That is very true. 100% agree. Another winner. Another winner. That I, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is Miami and Atlanta are in different categories than, well, the Los Angeles Raiders at the time. They're they're yeah. not in the same category anymore. So, speaking of the Raiders, that's probably going to be a, as good of a transition as I'm going to have here. So, the Raiders used to be back in the day, you know, before this last, like, two decades, they were a bit of a blue blood of the NFL. They had three titles. You know, they are one of the better teams from the past here. Everyone has been has been touting up. This is the big year. We have no blue bloods in the Sweet Sixteen. There's no North Carolina. There's no Duke. There's no you know no Kentucky. No Kansas this year. Finally, no blue bloods. Is UCLA not a blue blood? I, I UCLA, UCLA, Michigan blue State, both are blue bloods. Th those are the yeah. two that I had written down immediately. We all agree they're both blue bloods, right? I, UCLA yes. is definitely a blue blood. I, I. Michigan yeah, State only I don't know has about Michigan one State. title, at least is only has one title. Right. Uh, if you get knocked out of the Sweet 16 by Kansas State, does that lose your blue blood status? Sorry, Michigan State. No, he's been to so many <laughs> Final Fours and stuff. I, and you I can say no, that's I, only because of Izzo. I, I thought you had to have blue on your jersey to be a blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, you, you thought it was an actual color? <laughs> I mean, come on, North Carolina blue. Kansas blue, Duke blue, Kentucky blue, UCLA blue, Villanova blue, blue, Michigan State not green. so much. Wait, green. <laughs> All right, hold on. Are you counting Villanova as a blue blood? I had him there, and then uh, their coach left. I don't know. So, they they were always good with him. Just a little history lesson, because while we're saying a lot of stupid shit, you're going to learn something here. Blue blood originated from Spain. It was used to differentiate between be, between people of lighter skin tones and darker complexions. That's where blue blood came from. So you could. I don't know how that translates to basketball, but I just looked it up. 
So if they were uh, pale enough yeah. to stay in the castle all day, you could see their veins. So they're blue blood. <laughs> they're, they're I thought those were vampires. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> blue bloods and fat people. That's what you get out of the Renaissance era. Yeah. <laughs> blue blood. Yeah. The blue bloods. I, I can tell you, I, speaking of that, seeing veins. I, I don't, yeah. I really don't know how you don't have UCLA listed as a blue blood. That's what I don't understand. Right. Well, th- yep. no, I, I do. I, I consider them. Yeah. Everyone else was like, they're, they're like Villanova's not in it. Like they're listening to all these teams. Like, how is UCLA? I know they haven't won since Wooden, but how would that not be like the, you look at it and go, oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, the other two I had questions for, like Blue Blood, Gonzaga. Are they not a Blue Blood with the dominance they've had the last 25 years? I know it's a lesser conference, but they win 25 plus games a year every single year. They do what they're supposed to. Championships, mm-hmm. though, I think that's what's where, your other I think one. That's the big thing, right? Uh, one, I would agree with you, Clark. I think if they when they win one championship, I think you can start having the blue blood conversation. Um, UConn was the other one I had. Yep, blue on that's the jersey. I, I can give you behind UConn, yeah, yeah, blue on the jersey. They're in <laughs> that, that's why I thought Gonzaga they're blue and red, so I thought that was gonna li- elevate yeah. them a little bit. Um, I got, yeah, one. but I got one that we may not think of. Uh, but lately, since you brought up Gonzaga, Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida? I mean, they, they, they won back-to-back like back 10, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I, they got know, blue I in their jersey. They, they, they put them in. I just think because they've had such a steep drop-off, you know. I was actually talking with a coworker about that. It's How did Florida be within relevant, you know, when we were in high school, within relevant history, they won back-to-back titles not only in basketball but football. And you've allowed yourself to drop to not even making the tournament. Have you looked at those, the roster of those back-to-back national championship teams with Joe Kimmel yeah. on them? Yeah. The, the, oh, insane. Yeah, no, Corey Brewer was their best player and Jesus didn't Lord. get near enough uh, national attention. Oh. They have Al Horford. Yeah. And Joe Kimmel. Yeah, those those he, rosters were nuts. Because he mm-hmm. didn't look like a stoner. He didn't have a quirky little attribute that was also on top of being good at basketball, you know. And then and then what about Memphis? I mean, you have the no, yeah, Derek Rose is at Memphis, right? Yeah. You have yeah, those Derek teams that Memphis Cal was here. at. Yeah. I'm well, trying to have been a blue who, blood, but they lost to Kansas. So I, but they have blue on their jerseys. They do have blue on right. their jerseys. The only so, other blue blood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I would say the only other blue blood that I consider right now that we haven't named is Indiana, just because of historic success, and they're mm-hmm. continue to be relevant. But they mm-hmm. have again, they haven't had a title in a while. I mean, but they have that perfect season. I think that elevates them above. That's where we got our Steve Alford from. So I mean, that that's blue blood enough. <laughs> now he's at Nevada. Yeah, now he's in Nevada, not <laughs> winning a tournament game. So, who who would be the net? Who is on the verge, or who is the next blue blood team? Consistent win. We've already said Gonzaga, so that's probably the easy answer. But I, I, I mean, Miami's made two Sweet Sixteens in a row. I know I'm mm-hmm. a U fan. I'm not. I'm not trying to be biased, but I mean, they've made two Sweet Sixteens in a row. Made the yeah. tournament the three years before that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 what, what is your cutoff for blue bloods? I guess it, it, that's the I, better. Whatever, 
whatever argument you can make for why they should be a blue blood. That that's the. I mean, Louisville are they blue blood? That, I mean, they could I be. Mean, I would feel Iowa like. had two player of the years in a row. I mean, you could say they are. So there's that. I feel like it's a perennial <laughs> contender. <laughs> Joey trailed off so badly with two national players of the year. And then... <laughs> oh man! It, it, again, if Iowa were to make a Final Four run, then you would start be having relevant, like yearly relevance. But Fran's got to do it sometime, dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> Twenty-three years without making the round of thirty-two. <laughs> I mean, how do you not just stumble into a uh, Sweet 16 at that point, man? So, I don't know. I I don't know. How how does the Iowa football offense not stumble into the end zone every once in a while? Who the fuck knows? You know, some things are just going to happen that way, you know? Yeah. Um, Detroit Mercer's Antone Davis uh, said he felt cheated because his team to get invited to the uh, college – or the, I'm sorry, the, the CBI, I think it's called just Basketball Invitational, um, said he felt cheated because they didn't give him a chance to beat Pistol Pete's record, um, and he thinks he should have been given a chance. Uh, in, in case you weren't uh, aware, their team went 14-19 uh, and 19 this year. Do you think they should have been awarded a chance to be in this because again cbi i don't even know if it's televised it might just be streamed only to be honest but do you think it's fair that that he didn't give a chance to uh break the record or do you think it was, it was fair what were the records of some of the other teams in it uh like 22 and 12 they, i think the lowest win total i saw was 20 when i was looking at the teams and they're 14 and 19 and you expect to be in this come on correct they uh i <laughs> See, I'm kind of in agree uh, in agreement with our. Uh, I agree with that. If if you can't even get to, you know, not, you're not even close to 500. I mean, you're you're multiple games back, and mm-hmm. the reason that you want to make the tournament is just to break a record that's 40 years old. You know, and and honestly, you add on top of there's a three point line now, and he's played for five years when Pistol Pete, you know, played for three. Just be gracious and take a second place, in my opinion. I, I know that's not what competitors do, but, like, man, it, it was just a bad look to, like, I got cheated. Out, you know, we got cheated out of this. If you got cheated out of it, win more fucking games, I guess. It might just be a way for him to kind of call some attention to himself to maybe give him a, a chance at next level as well. You know, True. Any publicity is good publicity, so. Yeah, well, I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna assume if his team went 14 to 19, something happened. He might have just been all scoring and no defense. Which that happens. Look at Steph Curry with Davidson, but they still made the tournament. So that's you, you can score all the fucking points you want. Yeah, I don't, if I don't think that game. team was 14 yeah. to 19. No, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. You can score all the fucking points you want, but if you're not making the tournament, that's that says something else, you know. Yeah. See, that that's where I just. I don't know, man. I, I just don't ever like if if they were like, let's be real honest. If, if they were just uh, fifteen and fifteen, they're exactly five hundred. Maybe have a little bit of a, a chance to, but you know, they just they didn't have any resume, man. You, you know, you look at these other schools, and yeah, they're smaller. It's like Utah. I think it was like Utah Valley and stuff, and like Western Kentucky, all these directional schools. But it's like, but they won at their level. You just 
I just think it's a bad look, man. I agree. So. It's almost uh, Lamar Jackson-ish of trying to, you know, create your own stats, create your own narrative on a team yeah. that wasn't very good type of thing. Yeah, but he's but it's but look at how good I was though. We, you know, I deserve that. Well, did you lift your teammates up? So. Yep. I yeah. Agree. I don't know that 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 one. I thought it was a little funny because it's just like. Man, you had five years to, do, to break the record. I mean, if you didn't break it at that point, I don't think you deserve the sixth year either. I mean, Jesus. Wait, he was on his fifth year of eligibility too? Yep, with COVID oh, and stuff. fuck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, that record shouldn't stand. And I said the same thing about anyone that was taking like a fifth year for wrestling and getting five championships. And like Jacob Warner is a five-time wrestling All-American. I'm not trying to jump into wrestling early or anything, but yeah. five-time All-American, you're the only one in history to do I, that. That's cool as shit. But there was a lot of other circumstances around that. Like that should be that shouldn't be an asterisk, like baseball home runs and shit. But it should be yeah. noted at least. I guess that's an asterisk. I don't know. But I want to see the first eight-time All-American that gets his doctorate his senior year and wins a national title. Write that down. We're gonna trade that for a for, trademark that for a movie. Yep. We'll have Spencer Lee star in it. <laughs> so as soon as Aaron Pico decides not to do Bellator anymore and comes back and starts uh, wrestling instead of um, doing MMA, yeah, he could probably win four titles. Oh yeah. Well, there we go. What are we podcasting for? When we're making brilliant movie ideas, I guess. Uh. We. we 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 got to think of a very clever name for it though. So. Write it down. Let's get it to Scorsese. <laughs> like like well, I was about to say Doc Ock for like eight Ock Ock, but that's the Spider Man villain. So that's that's already out. So, but, well, while while we're trying to figure out what the uh, what the what our wrestling movie is going to be called, let's talk a little uh, Women's Sweet Sixteen quickly. And it'll be quick because, again, none of our teams except for Joey's made it in there. Joey, I mean, let's just keep it simple. Is, is Caitlin Clark going to lead the Hawkeyes to a Final Four? Yes, and she should. I mean, they she has an easy path now. The Stanford got beat. Indiana's out. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why she shouldn't. Um, and to go back into what we were talking about, on the group text, uh, I do think that they get beat by South Carolina. I think South Carolina is the best team in the nation. Um, but the Caitlin Clark factor, man, she's so fucking good. I mean, she beat Indiana three times, I think. Um, mm. They're they're very fucking dangerous, and she's so good. So, um, And her teammates are good as well. So give me the Hawks all the way to the Final Four, and I think they get beat by South Carolina. And okay. this is when they lose to Colorado. <laughs> better not. The Joey curse. <laughs> Joey seriously might might go into depression if they don't make the the final four though. As much no. as as little as we don't watch any women's basketball, that's one of those things where my team didn't make it. I hate this now, and you it just puts you in a bad mood. It'll just make me stop watching basketball altogether forever. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. By the way, Bryant is sipping on wine tonight since we didn't go around and say what we were oh. drinking. Oh, how is your wine? Since we're, I don't mean to be doing this during women's sports. I'm not trying to, you know, 
<laughs> not trying to change the subject, are we, Joey? There's no correlation, Joey. <laughs> it's a new segment called Women I, and there Wine. Wasn't. Women and Whining. We're going to bitch about our women's sports, and we're going to be drinking yeah. wine when we do it. Pardon my take has guys on chicks, and we're doing women whining. Yeah, women and whining. <laughs> it is a California white wine. Now, I know what you're saying is, shouldn't that like have like a certain... like. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc or anything else, probably, but it was from Sam's Club and it was six bottles for thirty dollars. So I don't think they even go through; they barely put labels on the stuff. So <laughs> I don't know. It, it tastes like wine. It, it, it's pretty good. But but always remember, if Pinky's out, you gotta look for a if if it's got any legs, if it's running some tears, you, you know. So and smell it. Which, did Wait, you, so do you describe women? Women's basketball. They're going to be running around, and if they lose, they're going to have tears streaming down, like white wine. Do they have legs? Do they have tears? Mm-hmm. I think you just described women. I know. I know what you're saying. Are you talking about the cat? Uh, what the fuck are the Miami Twins? Names, Joey. The last Cavenders. Yes. Twins. I'm sorry that that I would say, but I'll be honest. I'm paying attention. We just got super misogynistic, and I'm sorry about that. That's on me. My bad. Joey (laughs) immediately transitioned into this, so this is 100% his fault. Um, Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, well, to bring women's basketball in it, uh, can you name real quick without looking at the agenda? Look away from it quick. uh, Who are the four teams that have men's and women's in the Sweet 16? Kansas, Miami. Kansas State. No, not neither. <laughs> what? Miami. Kansas, Kansas. Kansas State. Don't, no, they have to have both no. men's and women's. Yeah, Kansas State. Tennessee. No. UConn. You sure about that? Kansas State women? Aren't they in there still? I, it's not from the data I had. I guess you double check that. And say it's going to be we we have Miami. There's an SEC school, a Pac-12 school, and a Big East school. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Miami, UConn, yep. Tennessee, yep. UCLA, yep. UCLA. There Is we it... go. That was the final one. Okay. Sorry, Trent threw me off. I think he said Kansas as well. I was like, no. And no. He kept saying he was saying Kansas State. So if they are, let me know. Whatever. I. I, I guess I don't know my women's basketball. Take my badge away from me if, if, if they weren't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Right, uh, you are not a feminist. <laughs> not a feminist because I don't because I don't watch women's basketball. Well, <laughs> that's right. T- take take me to jail. Well, <laughs> uh, the one last uh, one last thing that I had on on here uh, before Joey's breakdown of wrestling here, um, and kind of relates to college basketball, men's basketball, quickly. Um, Nick Saban, uh, suspended that kid for speeding 141 miles per hour, had a loaded handgun in his car, uh, down in uh, Alabama here. Um, yeah, sadly we have to applaud it because he's the one coach at that school that takes punishment seriously. He is, he brought up specifically in his press conference that there is never a wrong place at the wrong time. And these young men make their own decisions and know what they're doing here. Um, how do you feel about how would you feel if that happened at your school where one head coach took a direct head a, a direct shot at another head coach and kind of undermining him really I I like it I'm with the guy right whose decision I like 
Nick Saban. I'm, I'm yeah. on boat. He's been growing yeah. on me, man. I, I'll, yeah, we, we talk a lot of shit about Nick Saban, just mostly out of jealousy. Not just us, but like as a sports media community. Yeah. Talk a lot of shit, mostly out of jealousy. And he this was the right move. Like th- this was great. I'm I'm so glad he called out Nate Oates. Uh because what they did was bullshit and it's still bullshit. So yep. yeah. Let let Nick Saban. I'm glad that he like pulled his dick out and was like, I still run Tuscaloosa. This is what should happen. Now, a couple things. I think we all agree. It's nice to see that he's holding them accountable. And it was kind of nice taking that shot because no one else was. I don't know. Everyone can ask questions, but they're just, you know what I'm saying? It's like they didn't want to acknowledge it. Um, did Saban have to overcompensate here because of the lack of punishment by Oates' side? Do you think this would have turned into something potentially lesser had Nate Oates actually punished Brandon Miller, or do you think he would have always done this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if Nate Oates would have punished him, like the dude's not on the team anymore. Like mm-hmm. Nick Saban probably just punishes this guy and doesn't say a word. See, I'm I'm kind of thinking that. I know some people are like, no, he would have done the same way. I think he had to overcompensate. Mm-hmm. I think he had to make an example out of this and one get control over his players and go, we're not going to fuck around with this. But I think it was also like he got caught. He doesn't. He just saw what Nate Oates has gone through for the last two months. Every post under uh, uh, Alabama basketball score is he helped mur- murder a woman. Like that. That is the whole. That that's the whole online yeah. presence of it. I think he saw that and it needed to make an example of this one kid compared to taking care of my house. my my question here though is like. Was this kid expendable, whereas Brandon Miller is not expendable to the basketball team? He was a freshman. He was a four star. So I mean, I think he was. I think he was valuable. Sounds enough. to me like and practice squad in Alabama. I yeah. I mean, I think another thing that kind of helps as well. And again, all of it's severe. But I mean, think you you suspend one basketball player. It's one out of twelve. I mean, that's like almost. 10% of your roster. I mean, it's 8%. You suspend one of your 90 bat- uh, football players. I mean, you got fucking six more behind them that can play, you know? And it's Alabama. Yeah, but he's so... also, <laughs> I mean, Alabama football. Yeah. He's, they got another good guy waiting. Yeah. He's also, he's also setting a precedent for his team. So, mm-hmm. and as we know with college sports and any college kids, they intermingle. So this is kind of putting pressure on the basketball program to, say anyone else fucks up you need to hold them accountable because i'm going to on the football team Mm -hmm. regardless of their practice squad or not i I think if it was a bigger name person in alabama i i think this would really resonate throughout Mm -hmm. everything to like touch on clark's point um but i think this kind of sets a precedent of if you do this you're not on our team anymore so i hope he sticks to that if it's next year's Bryce Young or whoever their fucking running back that's going to be first round ends up being, you know, that type of thing. So I hope he sticks to his guns and stays with this. And also I hope this doesn't set a precedent just for Alabama. Hope it does for the rest of the rest of college football, rest of college athletics, that if you fuck up, you're off the team. Like there are codes of conduct and granted they are college kids and they do make mistakes. But you have to be at this certain level to get this scholarship and get this NIL money. You you're getting paid now 
act like a fucking adult. Yeah. I mean, remember that last time, Joey, you accidentally went 141 miles per hour with a loaded gun in your car? Accidentally. Uh, Oopsie. I believe <laughs> the last time I went over a... Never mind. Trent yeah. was in the car with me last time I yeah. went over 100. <laughs> Don't incriminate yourself. Yeah. No. Okay. Let, let, let's just say you you so you're going over 100. You're being reckless, kind of goofy. We're even remotely close to 141. <laughs> One seventeen, whatever the governor is. So. Jesus. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed listening to Joy. He's officially suspended for next uh, week's amateur hour. We're not going to condone this type of behavior. I don't care how long. I don't care about statute of limitations. You're done, Joey. You're done, Tom Lizzo, is what your name says here. There's, you there's no. I'm, I'm no wrong place at the wrong time, Joey. Mm-hmm. What what kind of gun did you have in the glove box? Oh, <laughs> he had a, he had a water gun. <laughs> I want to know. I suspended myself for three seconds. <laughs> I want to know 100, 141. That's moving in a car. You know, they don't make cars. A lot of cars that go. What was he driving? Chevy Cruze, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What have you gotten your cruise up to? <laughs> if we're gonna yeah. commit ourselves, what I've ever been over probably to? eighty in that thing. I'd be shocked. <laughs> yeah, I think once you get over eighty-five pieces of of plastic start flying <laughs> off the thing, and it's you do shaking like crazy. You do realize uh, eighty is the speed limit in South Dakota, right? <laughs> I, that's why I don't live there. I'm, old, I'm, good, I'm a good boy from Iowa. Oh, I drove from Beaumont to Dallas, Texas today, all five hours. Yeah. Even their back roads, like through the trees and shit, 75. So cruise set on 80 all the way there. It was amazing. Hmm. So fucking fun. If if they're anything like the back roads of Missouri, I, I'm surprised you're with us right now. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not like the backwoods of Missouri. No, they're a little more flat. It's it's oh. good. <laughs> good, good. Well, J- Joey, you said you wanted to break down the the uh, wrestling tournament a little bit more, but I think we already did. We already talked about Spencer Lee and David Carr. I mean, what were there more wrestlers or something? Oh yeah, neither one of them even won a championship. So <laughs> no, there's that. I will keep it short because we're gonna try and keep it at a tight hour right here. Um, but uh, I went. Four of ten, picking my champions. Nice. Penn State ends up winning the damn thing. Uh, they only had two champions, though. RBY losing uh, kind of makes me laugh slash giggle because he was kind of talking shit to Spencer Lee earlier in the year for their duel, talking, hey, uh, your 133 kind of sucks, move up, and blah, blah, blah. And neither one of them won a championship, so that's fine with me. But uh, – the Hodge Trophy will come out on Monday. Gets voted. The final decision gets done on uh, at 12 p.m. on Monday. So I think it should go to Yanni. He won four. Um, that's about all I got with this. I I don't know. It was an exciting, exciting tournament. One of the most the tournament we have one of the most upsets of all time. But uh, yeah, Carter Starochi, Aaron Brooks, Mason Paris, and Yanni were my four that I picked correctly. The rest were just kind of upsets, and it was fun to watch. I enjoyed watching. Can't believe you picked the guy who won three times in a row to win his fourth one. I know, right? Twice. Making big upset alert here, Joey. Wait, are you talking for the Hodge Trophy? 
No, I was just talking about your champions that we have listed here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I picked and Spencer Lee. Lee. Yeah. I, I really thought they were going to both do it, and neither one – or yeah. Yanni did, but Spencer didn't. So there's that. But, you know, I, it was a great tournament, and uh, I hope next year is just as fun. Uh, Keegan O'Toole, out of nowhere, beats the fuck out of David Carr. That was awesome. I love that. I talked about that on Monday. So yeah. if you want to hear more about the wrestling breakdown – Listen to our Monday podcast. There we go. Yeah. Hodge Trophy's Joey, of going to loved it when an Iowa State person lost. What'd you say, Clark? I said the Hodge Trophy's going to Hendrickson. For a third place. <laughs> I, I, hey, do you want to do a Hamilton bet? I will bet you $10 he doesn't win that Hodge <laughs> Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> the only that other would, person I even like... think comes close is going to be Keegan O'Toole for winning his second over Carr. Um, and then I think third place should be Aaron Brooks or Carter Starosi, or they share it, but we'll see what happens. You don't think Spencer Lee would be in the running for that, even though he only had the one upset? Nope. Nope. You don't win a championship. You aren't in the Hodge trophy running. It, it's national precedent. Unless you're like overcoming a massive injury. Like if Robles wouldn't have won after he lost his leg or whatever, and, and, Got second, you could give that to him, but otherwise, no, you, it goes to the best. It's just like the Heisman. Interesting, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we well, that's a discussion for another time. We've probably already had it, but yeah, I, I always think it should literally just go to the best player, not the best player on the best team. I, I don't think team records should do anything with it, you know. But yep. I mean, that's where this one kind of I, I would assume is uh, does. I mean, what, what, what was uh. Who did Yanni wrestle for? I apologize. I don't have it in front of Cornell. In that, that's the other thing is the Ivy League won three national championships. Two with Cornell and one with Princeton. Yep. How many did the Big Ten win? Uh, let me look. Damn it. I don't have it right offhand. Uh, one, two, if, three. If... Three out of ten. In my so eyes, were, Ivy League is the same as the Big Ten. It's still, everything's better than the Big 12 because they only won one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Not everybody. Big there's Ten, be baby. A conference there that it won is. Zero. End of the podcast. See ya. Oh. <laughs> well, well, I would say we'll be back next year. Stronger than ever, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really so, hope so. I, anything I, I else on wrestling, Joey? Yes, uh, I love when Oklahoma State's uh, uh, a contender, and they weren't this year. I, I think they ended up fifth. Man, no, they're not even the top ten. Never mind. They didn't end up with shit. Uh, but there are two Oklahoma State guys. Well, at least one for now. Uh, the Ferraris are coming to Iowa. I don't know how I feel about that I was just going to ask you what you felt on that, Joey. I don't know yet. I'm still up in the air. I I don't want to hold Anthony to what AJ did, but at the same time, he already has a couple priors coming into Iowa for other shit. So I don't know. I don't know what to feel about this. I'm looking forward to the sideshow of his parents at the meets. Yeah. I, I kind of wish Austin DeSanto was still here with his crazy ass parents and they could like yell at each other and fight. That that was so fun at the Oklahoma State meets. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they we'll can see have what crazy happens. off. Yeah, I mean the brands, the brands brothers. Everyone knows how crazy they are. If you don't, 
watch their documentary on YouTube. It's very fucking good. But uh, it's, yeah, they're insane. So dealing with the Ferraris probably helps. Yeah. I agree. Well, is there anything else? Should we wrap it up? Go K-State. Go Mildcats. They're they're in the Elite Eight. I'll I'll give them that. I I hate how much I like Jerome Tang. Good news Um, is Ukla is up 40 to 31 on Gonzaga. There you go. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Gonzaga plays their first real opponent all year, and all of a sudden they're not showing up. Hmm. Blue Bloods are winning. Who has said that before? Interesting. Us all last year. Um, And this year. Drew T- Drew Timmy, uh, he has nine twenty point games. It's the most in NCAA history. I guess if he gets the most in this game, he he would be in sole possession of the most twenty point games in NCAA ba- uh, tournament history. Asterisk: Those were accrued over a decade long period. Periellus <laughs> <laughs> fan well, there. Joe, you want to hit him with the uh, socials quick? Yeah, hit me up at uh, Mister March hashtag Tom Lizzo if you want to get off on that shit. No, put an uh, L on it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Heartland Pulse. If you want to find us on Facebook and YouTube, just search Pulse of the Heartland. We are live every Monday and Wednesday, or every Monday and Thursday. And uh, yeah, that's that. The actual Mr. March on Twitter only has one tweet that says, Hello, my name is Kirk Chai. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Good for him. There you go. Good on him. He 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 got a hell of a good uh, uh username. Yeah. So, yeah. But Tom um, Lizzo. Tom Lizzo. So alrighty. Well, we appreciate everyone listening. We'll catch you next week. See you Monday. Peace.